Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not knowing to differentiate myself from things. I was just one thing about among, among many things. Now, was that associated with any particular episode in your life, or was it just a normal function of adolescence? Well, uh, that's difficult to say. Uh, as far as I can remember, Nothing had happened before that would explain this sudden coming to consciousness.
have a gripe with Disney because they're your former employer. How would, how could you not? Disney World. What's up, guys? What's up, yeah. Darlene? Not too much. How are you guys? Doing great. <laughs> Doing just fine. Looking at these fantastic questions from our listeners here. Is Edol? Got a... Edol here? Not Edol. yet. Zach Harper. Zach Harper, he is arrived. Yep. <laughs> C'est lui. Harper. C'est Zachary Harper. Zach, what's your middle name? William. 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 Guillaume. Zachary oh. Guillaume Harper. Guillaume. Yeah, it was Zach almost Guillaume. William Arnold Harper the third, and my mom said, "Fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> sounds like um, <laughs> sounds like a bread. Mm-hmm. We're all thankful for your mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, Arnold. Oof, that's a tough one. Oh man, that's like uh, I was looking at. I was teaching the kids about royal families, and then I was sure going going because some Grayson or Sadie asked me who the last king king was, and then you I said went LeBron to this, James. I went to this whole exactly. I went through this whole history of, I had to explain to the kids because they're brainwashed into thinking that royal families and that stuff, they're all like great and stuff. Like, so I told them like <laughs> quite the opposite, you know, like historically all like, inbred. The queen. <laughs> horrible. Now, whatever the family is now, who knows, but like way back in the day when they were chopping people's heads off, it's like, you know, Game of Thrones is a great reference point to show you how it goes down. That is children? a documentary of history, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, Things really fell apart it, for royal families when yeah, right dragons right. went away, you know? know. Also, historically. Know. I've showed Sadie Monty Python's The Holy Grail. That's another good one. <laughs> that I like, yeah. That I'm into. <laughs> That's history. That's, That's my history. real history. Um, Have you guys seen these ridiculous uh, backgrounds they have for, for Skype together mode? Uh-uh. No. No. Let me give you an example here. So let's Together do holiday, mode a... holiday snow, all right? So pop my camera on, and then I'm just going to be chill. Oh, look at me. 
Oh, look oh, at that's that. Fun. that um, is look at that. Weirdly small in a yeah, yeah, really heavily small. rendered CGI environment. <laughs> That's a they really like get it. you an actual green screen. Like yeah, this is killing fun. me. Yeah, it's really like my visual, <laughs> my visual uh, rendering is not making Eden happy. Now that she's in the biz, she really wants Aww. me to have a crisp background. Send I me know. some balloons. Thank you for that. Whoever sent those balloons. <laughs> That's kind of funny, you. actually. Then can you send LeBron flying? Ac- oh, LeBron won't fly across the screen. <laughs> LeBron's just That's too bad. In your avatar, right? Yeah, that's, that's really to too bad, man. Night. It'd be great if he could dunk on you, or like yeah, that would be great. Cool. Yeah. Wait, Jade. So, are you just typing "cake" and it, it gives balloons? To the like, um, no, I'm just hitting the cake. Cake. <laughs> I'm just hitting the cake in the React. Hitting that cake. Speaking oh, of cake, there's a cake. I don't even see the cake button. I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing right now. Speaking of hitting that cake, we got to talk about this, this news story that I sent you guys yesterday. Love hitting that cake. Of the man who disguised himself as an old woman in a wheelchair to throw cake at the Mona Lisa. Oh my God, it's so funny. Gotta do it. It's so funny. Gotta do it. He was successful. Mona Lisa sucks, man. It's not impressive at all. I'm so sick of like us making a big deal about that. It drives me crazy that literally if you just turn around, you're looking at the Mona Lisa in the loop, and you turn around, one of the most amazing pieces of art you've ever seen is right there. <laughs> it's like a, a full wall-sized painting of like, I don't know, some kind of renaissance bullshit or something. I don't even remember what it is, but I just remember looking at that and then turn around and look at this little like fucking five by eight yeah, picture so of the small. Mona Lisa. I'm like, what are we doing here? The only time I've ever been impressed by is when Diddy was standing next to it. Well, it's the expression. Fuck the expression. It's not even a good expression. That's what the art is. It's not art. No. Everyone (laughs) can. Bob Ross, 10 times the artist. It was. And just as dead. (laughs) Just as dead. It was the the off-put. It was basically like the the dress thing, right? The blue dress or the gold dress or whatever. Because you never know, like, you didn't know. You see, like, about Hang the Hang that in the Louvre. Hang the dress in the Louvre. That'd so, be more like, interesting. Up until that point, no painting had expressed expression like that. That's why it's great. But the fact, I mean, I mean, I'm with Zach that it's overrated, for sure. There's so well, much other art is. in the world. I mean, it's hard to, you have to contextualize it, like, the time Okay, so, so where's the first fucking wheel? It's like... It's like, um, you know, Jack Kerouac on the road or something like that, you know. It's just Are like people lining up to throw cake at, on yeah. the road? Yeah, <laughs> just, the first edition. The first edition. <laughs> it just points in history where something happens, right? And it's like it crosses the divide and then allows all these other things to happen. That's That's, I'm just saying, like. Far as Maze I was put himself on too. top of an igloo, and I'm supposed to be impressed that someone has a smirk <laughs> on their face in a painting. I, I mean, this is Andy art right Warhol's here. What I'm looking at. Andy Warhol's another one. I'm always like, really? But <laughs> it's like a cat. I, yeah. I was I was in uh, I was in the MoMA this past weekend in San Francisco, and uh, yeah, thanks for saying hi. By the way, it wasn't a trip to, <laughs> it wasn't a trip for you. Okay, it was a trip for me. You could have just that? said. I'm I'm in San Francisco on a trip what? for me. Where should I get a burrito or something like I that? I know where to go in San Francisco. I don't need your help. I don't know. Wow. 
I've been there a thousand times. It's called the courtesy courtesy tech. Yeah, you went to the Garden of Eden and the MoMA. Good for you, Darlene. Are you aware of Anthony's at the Garden of Eden? Darlene, are you aware of Anthony's burrito prowess? Are you? I, yeah, I guess I, I did not know that at all. So I'm actually offended, Anthony, that you have not reached out oh, to me and said, hey, courtesy text. No. Exactly. you need to go to these burrito places. Maze, what, Maze, here's what I don't get. If I have no room or time to say hi to you and to like hang out or get a drink or something like that, what is the point of letting you know I'm in the city? Who says I have time to yeah, hang out with you? Yeah. It's just the courtesy. I mean, it's on, called it's, courtesy. It's it, yeah. what, what courtesy, though? I don't understand that. Hey, man, hey I'm, I'm in your be, city. I'm going to be in your city. You, I don't have time to city. see you, but I just wanted to let you know that just I'm here. Just thinking of you, man. Yeah. I thinking, of thinking of you, XOXO. That well, that's what I'm upset about. Maybe at the bridge. Maybe in Sausalito. Anyway. What did you see? Union Square. Union Square, 10 minutes. And I saw saw the, you know, the the Marilyn Monroe Warhol there. And, uh, and you know, I get why people might not be impressed, but I loved it. What a great, it's just a nice bit of art. Really pops. Yeah. You might say it's not my favorite artist, but I liked it. So it says here in the Smithsonian Magazine that the Mona Lisa became the most famous painting in the world when it was stolen. And that, the fact that it was so it stolen. was a staged social media event before social yeah. media stolen? existed. And then now we've come full circle with the, the caking of Mona Lisa, also a staged social media event, which just proves that. It's not the real Mona Lisa hanging out, guys. <laughs> but it's behind glass, right? So, like, what did the cake do? I mean, there was a pretty funny picture I saw of white icing smeared on the Mona Lisa. So. I guess my confusion, though, was she was send, trying to send a message about climate change, right? But, like, what does the Mona Lisa have to do with it at all? It got t- It's just like the people who tried to glue themselves to the court. In sure, but were know? we uh, unaware of climate change prior to the caking of the Mona Lisa? It's not it, like I'm like, well, now we've got to do something about it. Yeah, see, if the, the one person themselves, gluing themselves it. to the floor on the NBA thing, that was new to me. I was like, oh, wow, I had no idea. I learned something. But I, you're right, Zach. I already knew about climate change. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real... <laughs> cakey situation here, man. Oh I just made me want cake. Oh like, what a waste of cake. I hope that was like some really cheap grocery store cake and not it, like. Yeah, this icing doesn't look like top quality, like buttercream like or. Good, yeah, fondant. <laughs> hold, like on, that. hold on, hold on. Yeah. I mean, look at that. It's not behind a glass thing or anything, right? Like, it's that was straight onto the painting. No, it's it behind like. the glass. Onto the glass that was on top of the. Oh, so there is there is glass. So it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's see. Hilarious. Yeah, here's what he yelled: "Think <laughs> of the earth. There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. Artists tell you, think of the earth. That's why I did this." Wow. Solid. Wow, he thought he was like a <laughs> a savior by throwing cake. Uh, honestly, earth. like, think of the earth is hilarious. One of the dumbest, of the dumbest things you can do. <laughs> it is like, that so is... funny. Think of the earth <laughs> as I hot cake at this Mona Lisa. Like, dude, get your puzzle pieces in line here. Sadie's iconic. I want cake. I want cake. 
<laughs> the best. I thought that was someone's kid in the background. Oh, I remember that video when it when it was first first dropped. You know, God, so cute. honestly, th- this icing on the glass just makes it look like a Lewinsky now. Mm. Yes. <laughs> How long were you keeping that joke in? I the just dress. looked at the picture. It was, uh, <laughs> the dress. They're all off the dome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special, and by special, I mean me and Nando are both on the road. We're not in our home studios to record this. A yeah. very special edition of the Woke Bros. I'm Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazley Lambray. That's Nando Vila. Uh, he's headed to a Jack White concert of all places. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's, let's just get right into it, Nando. I'm actually here in San Francisco, the city by the bay. Uh, I'm here for the NBA Finals. Uh, game one will be Thursday night. You guys should be getting this Thursday morning. Uh, pretty excited. My second ever NBA Finals. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty dope shit. Uh, where are, you, yeah, are you? Are you going to the actual game? Yeah, yeah, going to the game, of course. Where? Where are you? You know, dude? I'm big time NBA media. What do you mean? I've been assigned this right. seat as credentials. Oh yeah. I'm one of the big dogs. But, uh, man, listen, I wanted to talk to you about just a couple of things. Of course, uh, what's been in the news is the shooting down in, how do you say that, Uvalde, Texas? Uvalde. There was another one just now that just broke uh, in Tulsa. So yeah. that, Tulsa, Oklahoma, people getting popped. Uh, out in Buffalo, New York, which didn't quite have the black, white, whatever, dynamic or whatever, so people kind of wanted to it uh that happened very recently and of as is always the case the gun control blah 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 yada 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 stuff has been in the news nando and i i hate to say this shit but like this is it's so cyclical at this point like like there's no um difference in anything that happens everybody's outraged you know everybody gets Mad when the Republicans offer thoughts and prayers. Um, everybody gets all high horsey. We just, you guys just need to do something, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and on and on and on and on and on it goes. But um, nothing ever really gets done about it. Uh, and I think we all know why. The gun lobby, one, look, this, like, we're to the point where, like, it's not like cocaine, right? Where, like, if theoretically, the war on drugs work you could like stop cocaine from coming in and you know there would just be people would just use up all the rest of the coke that was left and it'd be gone right or heroin or weed or whatever with guns like there's already hundreds of millions of guns here they're not going to go anywhere um save for the government stepping in in a way that just it just doesn't seem very likely. good and the bad uh Together mode has been enabled for this call. I don't like that. That's what that's what this uh, lovely snow in order, palace. In order to in. see you in a, in a yeah, snow what, it's called together mode. Even though it's just me, just it's a, by myself on top of this stupid ass. It's worth a billion dollars. Why are you the only there. one that's together? Because I'm the only one on camera. Just I just wanted to show it off because we had to do. We had to do basketball Illuminati on Skype this week, and so we, our video is so stupid. It's the three of us at this 
oceanfront cocktail bar, but our our likenesses are tiny, so it it really just didn't work. It wasn't oh a good experiment, but I'm glad we did it. But speaking of burritos, there's another thing that I wanted to bring up, which is four engineering students at Johns Hopkins University. Okay. Some of our best and brightest out there. <laughs> Johns Hopkins or John Hopkins? Johns Hopkins. Why is it Johns Hopkins? Yeah, why are there two John Hopkins? I smoked pot with Johnny Hopkins. That's why. But <laughs> Sloan Kettering. Can- and Sloan Kettering Johnny plays that shit up every day, dude. <laughs> Johnny Popkins? Johnny Popkins. Johnny and Johnny Rockets, where I used to get free fries because I would flirt with no matter who the host was. Man or woman. <laughs> Four of our brightest. They're about to graduate. They're engineering students. They have created a new invention <laughs> that attempts to solve the issue of poorly wrapped burritos. And they're calling oh, it Tasty okay. Tape, Eden. Tasty tape with two E's. It is a piece of edible adhesive that you use to close your burrito. And I say to you, engineering students at Johns Hopkins, you have never had a fucking burrito in your life. Because Whatever it is that you're calling a burrito, that you need tape to hold shut. Is this a Chipotle problem? Is this what the issue is? They're going to sell it to Chipotle for like $100 million, Zach. I'm, I'm calling I'm good it right on, now. Look, cash out for the dumbest things possible. I'm all in on that. But I I don't run into burrito construction problems almost ever. At Chipotle, though? I don't get a burrito. I get the burrito bowl at, at Chipotle. Yeah, me so, too. Yeah, know. so it's it's just not a problem for me. And then if I'm I going to like a, a another Mexican place like that does it like – that knows how to roll a burrito. Knows how to roll a burrito. Like it's never. Yeah. It's just never an issue. I mean, I just. I'm finishing a breakfast burrito from Erewhon. They figured it out. It's a crazy, crazy thing, Zach. That there's this thing called aluminum foil. Yeah, it just. <laughs> it kind of holds everything together for it you. It works perfectly. Yeah. Every okay. time. Wait, I I misunderstood this because I thought this was saying that they solved the issue of your ingredients not being evenly no. distributed no, no, in a burrito. No, no, no. So no, no, that's no, no, my no. pain point no. when it comes to having burritos Absolutely. is you can Absolutely never get the right. same. Oh. Like you don't know which direction to bite so that yep. your first bite's not fucked up. So because you mess up the first bite, the rest of the burrito is just Eden. game over. You're eating it basically, you know, just one bite of rice and then one bite of meat at a time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Eden, I so this breakfast burrito I had is just a bacon and egg breakfast burrito, right? Just a very simple. It's good. It's really good. Right. But the top of the burrito heavy on the bacon. The bottom oh. of the burrito heavy on the bacon. The no. middle so much fucking egg. I almost was like, no. is, are, are we out of bacon in this thing? Yeah. And then I got to the bottom. I was like, oh, cool, bacon again. Like it was a crazy distribution. Yeah, I, that's that's definitely a big pet peeve. Is when you John run into Hopkins the students. That is what we need to work on. Both of you, Johns, and both of you, Hopkins. Stop smoking pot with Sloan Kettering and <laughs> learn how to mix up a burrito. But l- look at this picture I sent you. This is this is a disgrace. Yeah. what is what is this is a frozen burrito. This is a frozen burrito. This is a frozen burrito tied together with fruit by Why the does foot. It look moldy. Yeah. Moldy Why fruit by they, the foot. Ooh. Did you confirm this, that they are selling this to Chipotle or this is their No, Chipotle? I'm saying they're going I'm I'm predicting they're gonna sell yeah, it to Chipotle. Yeah, they're just and trying to someone at Chipotle is like, yeah. finally! Yes! <laughs> the answer to our problems. Instead of training our employees training. 
to yeah. roll a burrito properly because there is a whole <laughs> technique to it. I don't know if you guys Yo, know. No, I know because this reminds me of wrapping utensils when I used to work in a restaurant. Like, and one mm. time I had to wrap the entire thing of utensils because I was so bad at it to begin with. And then, <laughs> like two months later, we were getting new people in, and my boss just bought uh, that tape that goes around the wow. utensils. Because yeah. they were just like after what they went through with me to get me trained to fold utensils, which by the way, now I fold them fucking perfectly. Yeah, because you got the reps in, Eden. <laughs> yeah. Because you were in the gym every day. I was in the gym, you know. Wrapping utensils up. And then I'm they decided so- to just go the shortcut route, which is basically what this burrito tape is. That's exactly what this is. I'm so good at folding shirts because I worked at the gap. My me first too, Zach. job. Like, oh Apple my god. Coffee, baby. Yep. Yeah. I mean You that, don't want to fold that- shirts against me. That Nuh-uh. for me is no. uh, and don't is, don't even get that that shirt folding board out, please. We do this <laughs> we do this right. We don't use performance enhancers. There's nothing I'll like a that, menial job I'll do that to shit just on my torso. Refine your your skills. You know, for me, that's like breaking down that's a chicken character. or filleting yeah. a fish, man. You know how you know how hard it was to do that the first fifty times. Yeah, <laughs> really hard. And you know who was probably suffering because of my learning curve. The customer. <laughs> but let's not address that. Let's not. Let's just get to the point where I was actually good at it. And then, you know, people would want me to break down a chicken for I mean, them. Really? So. What do you How much do you need a chicken broken down? Well, Zach. How bad how bad <laughs> how could it have? How bad could it have been to where they're like, Well, this is untenable. I don't know how I'm gonna cook. We this. can't eat this chicken point. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the, chick, the chicken for sure. The fish hey, hey. Uh, is more of a yeah. Fish you can really fuck up. That one I understand. Situation where like it, it's a fine line. Like you're losing a pretty high percentage of the actual edible part of the fish if it's filleted improperly or whatever. But yes, yeah, so the chicken. It's like who the hell cares? You could you could hit that thing with a hammer and eventually you'd have an edible situation. But. Yeah, man. Engineering students at Johns Hopkins. This is just that shit would not happen at Cal Berkeley. That's all I got to say. No, it okay. Back to the Mona Lisa. Back to the Mona Lisa, Jade. What you got? You are not going to get me to appreciate this piece of art. It's fascinating. I just, I, I, I've I, dug I, in. I've dug in. Um, here, I just want to read this uh, from medium.com here. Very, very key. Where do I start here? Uh, So it says, during the Renaissance, the art of the portrait had a very strict and official style. It was dark. The background was obscure. There was no landscape, a very specific number of objects to help the spectator understand the role of the characters and themselves were dressed to show their social class. People represented in portraits were not supposed to smile because it was an official portrait. Sometimes these portraits were sent to families with whom we wanted to marry the children. So, of course, you had to look good, rich, and from a good family. It's, it's basically like the first selfie. Like, you're like, okay, this is me. Um, yeah, it sounds it said, like more like passport picture where they say you're not allowed to smile. Yeah, well, i got to take a new one of those, too. The Mona Lisa doesn't follow any rules from the Renaissance portraits. First, this woman didn't come from a noble family. Her name was Lisa Girardini, and she was the wife of a rich Italian merchant, Francesco del Giacondo. This merchant had asked da Vinci to paint a portrait of his wife, but del Giacondo never got the painting. We We still don't know if it's because he didn't like the portrait or if it's because it took too much time for da Vinci to paint it. He had a reputation of being very slow. Now, da Vinci 
invented something new for that time. For the background, he painted a strange landscape with different heights on both sides of the Mona Lisa. As for her, she wears simple clothes, non-official clothes, and she's mysteriously smiling. This smile is actually a very shy smile and is due to a technique Da Vinci invented called the sfumato. S-F-U-M-A-T-O. The sfumato is a technique that consists in blurring the contours, which gives the model, the painting, a vaporous effect. Well, you know now that it's not an actual smile, but looks like it. And the problem is that back then, we didn't smile on official paintings. The smile on the paintings was for the poor, the needy, the drunkards, and the prostitutes. With all these elements, you see now that this work of art by Da Vinci was a revolution in painting. And it should be famous for that, but it's not. So what happens is it becomes famous in 1911. That's the painting wasn't famous uh, prior to 1911. Yeah, when it was stolen, it was stolen for two years. It was missing. Yeah, it well, they recreated became this, it. Became this international mystery, and everyone's like, "I gotta see the painting that was stolen." So, and here we are, a hundred years later, still like talking she, about it, still trying to see this stolen painting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's uh, you know, it's similar to is is um. Reminds me of like Amadeus, the movie Amadeus, Mozart, you know, when he gets so sick of having to create these music pieces for for the uh, emperor in his court, you know, and he enjoys him, himself much better when he's doing the, uh, the stuff in the, like the magic flute and the folk theaters and stuff like that. Morning. 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 Well, what do you have for me today? Your Majesty, Herr Mozart. Yes, what about him? He's here. Uh-huh. Well, there it is. Good. Your Majesty, I hope you won't find it improper, but I've written a little march of welcome in his honor. What a charming idea, court composer. May I see? Just a, uh, just a trifle, of course. May I try it? Majesty. Let's have some fun. Delightful court composer. May I play it when he comes in? You do me too much honor, sire. Bring in Herr Mozart, please. But slowly. Slowly. I need a minute to practice. Strongly the march, just the march. Again. 
Majesty. I beg you. Ah. Mozart. Majesty. Ah, no. Please, please. It's not a holy relic. <laughs> you know, we have met before in this very room. Perhaps you don't remember it. You were only six years old. He was giving the most delightful concert here. As he got off the stool, he slipped and fell. My own sister, Antoinette, helped him up. And you know what he did? He jumped into her arms and said, Will you marry me, yes or no? <laughs> you know all these gentlemen, I'm sure. The Baron Van Sweeten. I'm a great admirer of yours, young man. Oh, thank you. Capelmeister Bono. Signore. My pleasure. The director of our opera, Count Orsini Rosenberg. Oh, sir, yes, the honor is mine. Absolutely. And here is our illustrious court composer, Maestro Salieri. At last, such immense joy, diletto straordinario. I know your work well, signore. Do you know I, I actually composed some variations on a melody of yours? Oh, really? Which one? Mio caro adonne. Well, I'm flattered. A funny little tune, but it yielded some good things. And now he has returned the compliment. Herr Salieri composed this little march of welcome for you. Really? Oh, grazie, signore. Sono commossa. Well, there it is. Now, down to business. Young man, we're going to commission an opera from you. What do you say? Majesty. Uh, did we vote in the end for German or Italian? Well, actually, sire, if you remember, we did finally incline to Italian. Uh. Did we? I don't think it was really decided, Your Majesty. Oh, German. German, please, let it be German. Why so? Because I've already found the most wonderful libretto. Oh, have I seen it? I, uh, I don't think you have, Herr Director. Not yet. I mean, it's quite new. I'll show it to you immediately, of course. I think you'd better. Well... Uh, tell us about it. Tell us the story. Well, it's quite amusing, Majesty. It, it, it's set. The, the, the whole thing is set in, 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 uh, in, in, uh... <laughs> yes. Where? In a harem, Majesty. In a seraglio. <laughs> You mean in Turkey? Yes, exactly. Then why especially does it have to be in German? Well, it doesn't especially. It could be in Turkish if you really want. <laughs> now, my dear fellow, the language is not finally the point. Do you really think that subject is quite appropriate for a national theater? Why not? It's charming. I mean, I, I, I won't actually show concubines exposing their, their... <laughs> it's not indecent. It's highly moral, Majesty. It's, it's, it's full of proper German virtues. Excuse me, Majesty, but uh, what do you think these could be? Uh, being a foreigner, I would love to learn. Well, tell him, Mozart. Name us a German virtue. 
Love, sire. Oh, love! Well, of course, in Italy we know nothing about love. <laughs> no, I don't think you do. I mean, watching Italian opera. All those male sopranos screeching, stupid fat couples rolling their eyes about. That's not love. It's, it's, it's just rubbish. <laughs> Majesty, you choose the language. It will be my task to set it to the finest music ever offered a monarch. Oh, that it does. Let it be German. Oh. This is yours. Keep it, Majesty, if you want. It's already here in my head. What? On one hearing only? I think so, sire. Yes. Show us. Does it? Did you try? Shouldn't it be a bit more? Or this? This? Yes. Better? What do you think? have a piece of art or something like a book or a movie that will catch on hundreds of years after it's created ever again. Um, I don't know yet. <laughs> Did you get me a Christmas present? Not yet. Come on. <laughs> Jackson told me to tell you to say hello. Okay. So did Shane, and so did Rowan, and so did Teddy. So am I sending my dad? I will. We, we got trout tonight. Trout? No, we got we got we got green. Oh. They were too good without without you. We, we lost nine to four. Put, 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 put mama on. Okay. I love you, buddy. Have fun. Grayson. Great boy. 
having fun? Yeah. Where's Sammy? In the bathroom, too. Jojo, too? Yeah. But, uh, where's Jacob? He's right there. Oh, Grayson, one, one, one thing. Be very careful and look out for your sisters, okay? Okay. Just because the city looks there's a lot of cars and stuff, okay? Wait, you're on the headphones? Just be, just look out for your sisters, all right, buddy? Okay. I love you. Love you too. Let me talk to, let me talk to Jake. <laughs> so funny, I, I just updated my operating system. Yeah. Monterey. Yeah. So FaceTime should be like better. Right. I, I was trying, but, but alas, I still can't add fucking mom.